0: This is tax update for Wednesday, September 28, 2005. This one's being recorded as this morning as I'm getting ready to leave Roanoke, Virginia, from the Virginia County Auditing Conference. This will be a quick summary of the Katrina Emergency Tax Relief Act, H.R. 3768, that Congress passed into law and the President signed last Friday. This tax update is intended for those who do their own independent tax research and is not intended for those who are not capable of doing the same. Please confirm anything raised on this program prior to implementing it for clients. The Katrina Emergency Tax Relief Act, which was signed into law on Friday, provides a number of benefits to taxpayers directly in the Katrina area, but also has a number of benefits that can impact taxpayers who are outside of that area. What we'll discuss here mainly are the benefits of general application. Under Katrina, key first one is that there is a special extension of the Work Opportunity Tax Credit for the hiring of Katrina employees. Now Katrina employees are defined later on in this provision, but basically the Work Opportunity Credit gives 40% credit for wages paid in the first year to each employee, limited to the first 6000 of wages under Section 51A and B. It will apply nationwide for hires from August 28th of 2005 to December 31st of 2005 for Katrina employees. That is under Act Section 201A. Now, this is an uncodified section. It will not be in Section 51 itself, so this is a special provision of the Katrina bill. In the disaster area, as noted, it will be available for the full two-year period following the Katrina disaster. And, as those of you who worked in the Work Opportunity Credit are aware, generally you have to get people pre-certified or certified for the Work Opportunity Credit in Arizona by the Department of Economic Security and other states by the appropriate state agency. For this provision only, there will be a reasonable identification option that can substitute for that certification, and this is Act Section 201C, so an individual can reasonably identify themselves as being eligible for Katrina, the employee, employer can rely on that and can claim the credit. A Hurricane Katrina employee, which is the key issue under this provision, is someone who had a principal place of abode in the core disaster area on August 28, 2005, and is hired during the appropriate period. Appropriate period changing depending upon whether the business is located inside the disaster area or outside the area. Now, this is important because individuals who have relocated from New Orleans area or relocated from one of the other areas impacted by Katrina Uh, who are hired in the last part of this year by an Arizona employer or a California employer or any other employer in any other state will still be eligible employees for this credit therefore there is a special 40 percent credit this is something to keep your eye on especially if any of your clients hire a Katrina employee so be sure to watch for that second issue of general application charitable contribution limits are raised generally for the last part of this year for individuals, there's no 50% limit on AGI or AGI phase-out on qualified contributions from August 28 through the end of 2005. For corporations, there's no 10% of AGI, no 10% limit on income for qualified contributions. Now the issue for corporations and individuals is there are different definitions on what a qualified contribution is depending upon we are talking depending upon whether we're talking about a corporation or an individual so you need to understand the difference and there's one additional rule applied for corporations that does not apply to individuals. Generally a qualified contribution must be paid in cash. Non-cash contributions will not count. Contributions of securities will not count. You must pay it in cash between August 25, 2005 and December 31, 2005. This is Act Section 301-D1A. Again, not codified. For a corporation only, not for individuals, these payments must be made toward Katrina relief. That's Act Section 301-D1B. The taxpayer must elect to make use of this provision. And it does not apply certain payments to certain segregated funds or accounts generally looking at the taxpayer has retained direct or incorrect direct control of those funds. So you're not allowed to move them into a segregated fund and retain some sort of control. If you do that it will not count for this exception. It will still count for all the other rules that it would count for. If you don't meet the 50% you're fine. As well, note this is elective. A taxpayer may not want to wipe out their entire income. They may decide using 50% this year and using the rest next year is fine. Also note, for individuals, the charity in question does not have to be related to the Katrina effort. An individual that wanted to make a large cash contribution to, let's say, a a 501c3 art museum could do so this year and not not be limited by 50% of AGI and not not have an AGI phase out on that contribution so long as it was done between August 28th and December 31st. This presents a planning opportunity in general. And for corporations with no 10% limit, no limit on the contributions, you could zero out a corporation by making Katrina related contributions. That can be important because in some cases it may give you a planning opportunity for a closely held business where the client was considering making a significant contribution to the Katrina effort. It may be preferable to make that contribution in the corporation, go ahead and reduce the income in the corporation using that contribution. Other key issues. Like any other law change passed late in the year, we do not know about Arizona conformity on this issue and will not know. The same will hold true for most other states. Conformity is an issue in all states on these matters. My gut reaction is most of the states will end up conforming because it will be political suicide not to conform on these issues, but be careful, you cannot assure a client that it will work for state tax purposes. Also on this contribution, if an S corporation or a partnership makes contributions in this time period, realize the election applies separately for members of the partnership and S corporations. This will not be an entity level election. That provision is found in Act Section 301 d 3 Another general rule involved, charitable mileage limitations have been raised for the period from August 25th to December 31st from 14 cents a mile to 70% of the standard business mileage rate. Now, computing on the current business mileage rate, I compute that's 34 cents per mile for charitable mileage from August 25th through December 31st. There are also special rules for donations of food and books What these do is put unincorporated entities basically on the same footing as incorporated entities for contributions of inventory. There is no advantage if the asset in question is a capital asset. If it would qualify for capital gain treatment, we still have the standard appreciation rules. they'll, They'll be in there. But this will give us an ability though to take a contribution on appreciated inventory, puts us on a similar footing again, but only for donations of food and books. Now, if you have clients in the Katrina area, we're not going to go through these in detail, but it will be important to understand that there are various rules you need to, they need to be aware of, and you should study these if you have any clients who are located in the Katrina disaster area. There are very liberalized, qualified plan loan and distribution rules. Roughly going over those quickly, there is a three-year spread of income inclusion for distributions related to Katrina economic losses for victims in the Katrina area. That is very similar to the spread we got for conversions to a Roth IRA. Uh, they will be able to pick this up in income over three years. As well, up to $100,000 of distribution, they can